I know I hate Blade Trinity, and I know GC loves Blade Trinity. I I hate Halloween Five. What did you just say? I hate Halloween Five, and I know GC loves him some Halloween Five. Curse of uh, Revenge of Michael Myers. Okay, that's facts. That's facts right there. But the Blade Trinity, that, that was black. Blade Trinity is trash, bro. I'm 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 sorry. It's a horrible movie. What's up, everybody? This is your boy GC, and welcome back to Scrub Club Gaming Podcast, episode 69. Uh, pretty much where we, where you guys give you the Scrub Club Podcast, where we give you the insights on everything happening in the gaming industry for the most part, and some, some from the mini movie industry, anime, comics, geek culture, but just in general. So today, we, Scrub Club people on our team, I like to announce my boy, my right hand, my family, my cousin, my ride or die. And if it wasn't for this boy and everything, I wouldn't be doing this today. So just want to let first and foremost, want to tell them like, you know, I love you, man. Thank you for being on me. Thank you for pushing me. And thank you for encouraging me, man. And I wouldn't be doing this without you. In spite of my daily struggles, my daily responsibilities, man. You are the real MVP, man. I love you. The one and only, the legend, Reckless Fox. Take it away. You finna make a nigga cry saying all this? <laughs> Jesus. Anyways, what's up, everyone? Reckless Fox. I'm not a legend. I, I am the Jim Cornette of the squad, but, and for you wrestling fans who know Jim Cornette, thank you. Uh, and all I have to say is hashtag Kofi Mania, hashtag Black Excellence, hashtag Wakanda Forever. Finally, first Black Af- African born WWE champion. That's all I got to say. All right, all right. And we also pretty much, you know, we got a real treat for you today, you guys. Um, We got a special guest who pretty much, you know, I've known for a while now. Uh, We pretty much, you know, I met met back in a couple of years at E3. And um, she's a real cool friend, real dope, real down to earth. And she she got some tea for you guys. So um, without further ado, I'd like to introduce you to BBC Mooney, Mooney, Mooneyverse. Take it away. Oh, I'm so sorry. There is noise in the background. <laughs> no, it's all good. Hey, man, we, we have noise all, all the time in the background. It's all good. But anyway, uh, yeah. good scene, GC. <laughs> but anyways, um, in case you're listening to the recording, we do a podcast live on Twitch. So feel free to stop by and say something in the chat. Now, if you can't, re- if you can't reach us uh, anonymously, you can always email us at scrubclubgamingbookings at gmail.com. That's scrubclubgamingbookings at gmail.com for any questions, comments, input no business inquiries. You can find us on Facebook, uh, facebook.com slash Scope of Gaming. Bam! Should I repeat that? No, no, no. Just right. keep going. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Twitter at Scrub Club Gaming. Uh, that is Twitter at Scrub Club Gaming. And you can watch uh, the video version or our podcast on YouTube at Scrub Club Gaming. That is S, uh, that's S, capital S, C, R, C, U, R, uh, B, uh, capital C L U B and space put gaming. So you know, I repeat. I repeat. It's capital S C U R C U B, capital C L U B space gaming. Now, if you want to get a hold of us, or you want to, some pri- I mean, private critique or time to find me, uh, you can find me, uh, Mr. Gotcha Fifteen. Find me on Twitter, Instagram at Gotcha underscore Fifteen. You can also subscribe to my YouTube channel at uh, Mr. Gotcha Fifteen. And you can uh, find me on Twitch at Gotcha Fifteen. Uh, Reckless, who can they find you? You can find your boy Reckless on Twitter, Instagram at the Reckless underscore Fox. You can find my YouTube page Reckless underscore Fox. You can find all my latest gaming content. On twitch.tv slash reckless and be sure to find us on SoundCloud, soundcloud.com slash gaming. That is soundcloud.com slash gaming for all previous episodes of Scruggle Gaming Podcast, Scruggle Cinema Presents, Scrub Lounge, and Scrub Club Retrospective Reviews. BC, where can they find you? 
Oh, um, <laughs> I'm BC Money Merch pretty much everywhere you go. So if there's a platform out there, I'm under it. And if you can't find it, I'm not there. So. All right, then. And with that being said, GC, take it away. All right, pretty much moving on to some quick news right now. So, how was your weeks? How was the weeks? Well, pretty much, how's your how's your guys' weeks? Um, me is pretty much just stressful, as you know, as usual, because you know, just school, and uh, we're pretty much you know fresh off the spring break and have pretty much a, a workload of work from the, uh, from numerous of my classes. Like pretty much, I'm taking like four classes right now. I'm just basically trying to get it out of the way. Hopefully, by next semester, I'll be graduating and transferring. Uh, but also, you know, focus on work too as well full time. And yeah, that's pretty much it's tough, but you know, the grind don't stop. So, Reckless, how was your week? Um, my week's pretty good. You know, I saw Shazam for the second time this week. Um, and still, I will say right now, um, the review will be coming soon. I would easily say that Shazam is the best DC movie, hands down. I don't, right now, it's better. I would, I would go as far as saying it's better than Wonder Woman. You can fight me on that if you want. Uh, Aquaman was really good, but it wasn't as good as Wonder Woman. Um, but yeah, I love Shazam. And I think Zachary Levi was the best choice to be Shazam. I also saw Us. And to give you guys the long wrong review, I'm going to put it like this. Everyone who's been watching all these theory videos about you know the the emphasis on like the the message or the symbolism that uh us gives i'm gonna put it like this i'm gonna say this right now all us taught me was don't go to santa cruz and i've been to santa cruz <laughs> the bet the moral of us is people stay away from santa cruz because santa cruz is probably the weirdest place in california hands down why because it is the only city in california where you can where People who practice witchcraft, devil worshippers, uber conservative Christians, the Scientologist community, um, the freaking um, vampires, aliens, and conspiracy theorists, all of them roam the earth. It is like, I am pretty sure the creators of Scooby-Doo were based Scooby-Doo off true events that happened in Santa Cruz. I bet money on that at this point. Santa Cruz is a weird ass place. Us is a great movie and it's an amazing movie. Not as good as yeah, Get Out. Not as good as Get Out. Yeah. But it's still a fantastic movie that will pretty much tell you stay away from Santa Cruz. Oh, also hippies go there too. So yeah, it's Scooby Doo. It's a Scooby Doo town. Don't go to Santa Cruz. Also, um, I've been playing Power Rangers Battle for the Grid, the new game that uh, was created by Enway and Hasbro Games. This based off the um, Legacy War game that's on com on your computer on a computer on your phones and stuff like that. And I've been playing it. It's it's fun. It's fine. But goddamn, that game lacks so much content. And you only start off with nine characters. Now, I will give Justin Wong and the creators credit. They're going to be releasing three new characters uh, soon That's that are going to be free. And I do, like, I do like the fact that they are talking about... Um, bringing out some new deal they're gonna be bringing but we're gonna be playing some new game modes to um uh for free so we're gonna probably have a story mode we're probably gonna have a survival mode i am happy to see that they are actually talking to the community and they are listening unlike a lot a lot unlike a lot of community devs and stuff like that um i'm happy to see that they want to make sure this game does succeed because right now i mean the game gameplay wise it's fun but it just lacks so much content. I know there's probably gonna be some Power Ranger heads out there who and keep in mind I'm a bit I'm, I'm the biggest Power agree. Ranger fan you can ever meet. 
I know, I know there's gonna be some Power Ranger heads like, yeah, well, it's just an indie game, and, and like, they didn't have enough time. I'm like, okay, you, they had plenty of time, okay, because the game was supposed to come out later this month, not last week and the week before. That's number one. Number two, honestly, I think they should have held off from releasing the game until after E3. Build that game up, like how they did Dragon Ball Fighter Z at 2017 D3. Build it up, be like, hey, we already have enough characters. We're gonna have a, a gameplay demo on the E3, um, on the E3 floor and everything like that. We'll be taking critiques, we'll be taking um your suggestions and all that stuff. That's what they should have done. Okay, and Fighting EX Lair is also an independent game. Even though the guys at Akira did work with Capcom to make Street Fighter EX back in the 90s, but that game had plenty of characters to um to compensate for the lack of uh game for the lack of game modes and stuff like that. That's the only difference between Fighting EX Lair and Power Rangers uh, Battle for the Grid. They had enough characters and they had enough reasons for you to come back and continue to play the game. So like I said, Legacy War, not Legacy War, Battle for the Grid's okay, I'm gonna be doing, I'm gonna be working on my review for it all next week, and I should be releasing it on, not just my channel, but on the Morphin Network channel, shout out to Morphin Network, and then, uh, yeah, then I think tomorrow I'm gonna go see Hellboy, I'm not, uh, from what I've been hearing from reviews, everyone's hating the movie, I'm, I'm a little scared, because I love Hellboy, and I love Hellboy 2 The Golden Army, so, yeah, I'm, I'm just a little scared, I'm a little scared right now. I see. I mean, I've seen the reviews, but I mean, the reviews, you know, some, it basically, like, you know, you could pretty much take with a grain of salt, um, and so far and everything, it's not looking too good. Yeah, I know. But like I said, I mean, I've reviewed movies that people love that I hate. Case in point, Days of Future Past, X-Men Apocalypse, and, um, well, there was a couple other movies. I, I can't name off the top of my head. Um, I know, I hate Blade Trinity, and I know GC loves Blade Trinity. I, I hate Halloween 5. What'd you know, just say? I hate Halloween 5. And I know GC loves him some Halloween 5. Curse of, uh, Revenge of Michael Myers. Okay, that's facts That's facts right there. But the Blade Trinity, that, that was blasphemy. Blade Trinity is trash, bro. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. It's a horrible movie. Blade, Blade 1 and 2 yeah, are... Blade Trinity? Blade 1 and no. 2 are... Blade 1 is cool. Blade 2 is a lot better. I'll fight you on that. I'll fight you any day about Blade 2. Blade 2 is an excellent movie. Blade Trinity is a trash movie. That's what I thought. Anyways, um, BC, what about you? How, how's your day? Um, I'm pretty um, chill right now. <laughs> um, I just got off just playing some Siege Dead by Daylight. That's my pretty much my two main games. Um, I'm more or less into like horror games or like games that could like, you know, multiplayer-ish. So, cause like, I like to keep myself entertained and I, and I feel like I'm not as entertained as I am by myself. Even though I have some crazy thoughts when I am by myself, but you know, I just want to. <laughs> but um, yeah, I usually like to play with other people. You know, you know, just show people like I have fun with friends. My friends are hilarious. And do you have so on and so Do you have Dead by Daylight on PC? Um, no. <laughs> because if you have Dead by Daylight on PC, I'll be like, yo, let me know when you want to play because I have it on PC and we can uh, we do a collaboration stream. We just um, tr roast on people. <laughs> I'm surprised. I'm surprised that game is not cross multiplayer. There's a lot of reasons why. Um, yeah. The, just just the whole algorithm of trying to get that to be cross multiplayer. It, it's not as easy as it is with Fortnite because at least with Fortnite, Fortnite knew how to do cross multiplayer to perfection. 
thankfully. Look, so. they're, they're, they're barely getting dedicated servers on Dead by Daylight, so... Yeah. It's, it's, it's pretty bad. So hopefully, I mean, like I said, the fact that people continuously play Dead by Daylight means that they're doing something right. And I, and I like Dead by Daylight, so I'm glad to see that the community, the devs at Dead, who make Dead by Daylight actually care about the game still to release some more content. So I'm happy about that. I feel like it's more or less like a cult following, like a little bit. I know, but I don't know. It's just weird how this game has like grown because like it was when you look at it initially, it, there's nothing more to it. There's like no other game modes. There's like besides like you know them releasing new killers and stuff like that. That's literally the most exciting thing about the game that comes out. No one really cares about the survivors like that. They really care about all. Really, one everyone really cares about is the killer and their new ability. And I don't know, not weird, but the community. Oh my god, the community is like very. I feel like that's what it is. The community is toxic, and everyone loves drama. <laughs> so it's like that's literally what the Dead by Daylight community is. It's like in the top tier of toxic communities out there, right next to Overwatch, Siege. Oh. Oh damn! I I ain't that way. I didn't even think the Dead by Daylight community rolled that deep. I didn't yeah. know that. Like, especially if you're on console, mainly on PS4, it's a, it's a very small. And it's based on each region. Like, if, say, if you're on, in, like, Australia or something, like, some shit or like that. Right. Like, it's even more smaller. So you, you play with the same people over and over. And it's like, so you have, like, these, like, you know, beefs or whatever you, or, or whatever you will. And it's like, you will remember the exact gamer tag and be like, oh, so-and-so killed me or moored me the other day he mori spanned me the other day so i need to tunnel him and camp him or i need to sabotage him make him stay on the hook for um this amount of time so it's yeah it's pretty pretty intense <laughs> well now, now i know now i know to keep my toes up when i go when i download that game again so because <laughs> i feel like I, to be honest i feel like pc is a lot more um kosher when it comes to their community over there but um ps4 is definitely <laughs> the most out of like xbox and pc they're gonna be on switch this um coming fall so <laughs> i don't know how that's gonna yeah right right like i said like I said, well that's because you know pc community we woke <laughs> <laughs> anyways a lot be said let's get started so go ahead gc all right, pretty much. We're going to move on to some quick news right now. So, for all you Brawlhalla fans, you know, including myself, you know, I had my time with it back at Evo. as well. I played from time to time here. Uh, as a promotion for the new Hellboy, as we talk about the Hellboy uh, reboot, uh, Hellboy is a playable character now on Brawlhalla. So, um, he's, he's pretty much available now. He's a downloadable, playable character. So, for all you uh, Brawlhalla uh, fans, you know, go check him out. I'm already can tell that he's going to be a brawler. Just uh as his fighting style um i'm already knowing he's gonna pretty much gonna be a brawler but uh yeah pretty much you know you can download him today so go check it out um and i've been watching literally just been binge watching um my hero academia thank, like, just thank straight. you finally jesus I'm, I'm almost i'm almost finished with season three so uh oh we can that, finally review the show thank god <laughs> So, and I've been hooked just off of uh, the first episode. And I've just been on it like crazy. But all that being said, All Might is pretty much coming to Jump Force. And that's going to be a huge, interesting battle, or, I mean, battle play out right here. So, um, 
pretty much look out for that and it's pretty much gonna be awesome. For, 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 for the 10 people who are still playing the game, <laughs> there you go. Yeah, and finally, you know, PSN, you got actually those who have a PSN account, you know, including myself and pretty much all three of us on this uh, podcast, you can finally change your PSN name. So, um, you know, Sony pretty much you know, allowed that feature for each of uh, uh, PlayStation users who basically has uh, a gamer tag under their uh, uh, main name, you got have the choice of changing it now. So, hey, hey, comment on this real quick. Go said they knew damn well. They knew they they could have done this a long time ago, but they knew that this community, PSN, everyone are petty. Like I've seen literally everyone on my list change their name at least three or five times already, and it's not even like two days yet. Like people are like so petty. Like, I'm like, are you serious? That's why they never gave it to us because they know we're petty, and that's why they even put like a charge on it, like a five dollar charge if you're a PS Plus a member or not. It's like. Uh, <laughs> Like the, it doesn't matter how much you put a price on changing your name. People are petty on this platform. Ew. <laughs> hey, I've man. seen the dumbest names ever. Like I, no. Any any <laughs> names with the word sixty nine or triple X or Sephiroth or Cloud, they're probably a bunch of kids or middle aged kid or middle aged uh, adults. And the funny, you know what's the messed up thing? You know what's the messed up thing? I have all adults on my list. <laughs> and I'm seeing so many people change their names. <laughs> nah, nah, you know what's funny and everything? Because like I said, I play a lot of Blackout on BO4. You'd be surprised the names that I see on playing uh, Blackout. And I think the one that pretty much caught my attention and everything that made me, that made, I mean, that pretty much had me rolling was, look at these titties. I'm just going to say this. I'm just going to say this. GC, please tell me, really? have you been called the N-word at some point playing Black Ops? Yeah. Okay, make sure. I can move on. <laughs> uh, pretty much photos have uh, leaked of Leon S. Kennedy in the new Resident Evil uh, Netflix show. So, wow, pretty surprising. Uh, pretty much check that out too as well. And also, my favorite movie of all time, horror movie of all time. So, oh. Through nostalgic purposes. Oh. Nostalgic purposes. Oh my god. Updates on Halloween 5. Y'all can fight me. Revenge on Michael Myers. One of the worst the movies scenes. ever made. We will be reviewing it soon. And Boken Kabuto will be joining us. BC, if you have any take on the Halloween franchise, I would love for you to be on here. Because we. this is going to be an intervention to GC. He needs to know this movie is trash. I don't care how... I don't care that you were a kid and how hot you thought Danielle Parker. Where the hell she still is hot. Okay, but when you were a kid, I need to make sure because we don't want people to think you're. We don't want people to think in some type of way like the Pokemon community, which we'll get into. Uh, Oh wow. (laughs) Um, When you was a kid, I understand you thought she was cute, and as an adult, and you think now, as she's an adult and you're an adult, you still think she's cute. It's still a piece of trash movie. Okay. (laughs) I'm done. You know what? You know where I live. Anyway, Michael Michael Bay is done with Transformers. Yeah, he should be. (laughs) Oh, wow. It's it's just a tired... Well, for him, personally, I feel like it's such a tired franchise for him. Like, he made so many, like, tired. (laughs) Like, Like I said, Bumblebee's in good hands because Travis Knight made that movie amazing. That's all I have to say. And our last piece of quick news is Joker trailer yeah. pretty much has came out. And, and my thing is, too, is like, I kind of like, you know, wondering 
is it a part of the uh, DC Batman universe, or is it just Joker in its own unique? I don't know. I guess we'll find out when that movie comes out in October. Oh, well. Now, finally, moving on to some gaming news. PlayStation refund policy doesn't give you back your money. <laughs> wow. That is interesting. And this is pretty much coming from gamer, uh, game, games writers. Uh, pretty much, they basically said, stated that uh, the refund policy for the PlayStation Store was recently updated. But why it is nice to finally have refund options in place, where before refunds were largely unavailable unless mandated by local law, they incredibly limiting. With the exception of subscription-based services like PlayStation Plus, digital products cannot be refunded once you download, stream, or play them. Additionally, refunds will be credited to your PlayStation Store wallet, no, not whatever card or account you use to make the original payments. God damn it, Sony. Huh. Uh, consumer-based much? Like, you want me to really? you, want, you want me to give my opinion real quick? Well, hold on, hold on. Let me add my five cents okay. to it, then go ahead, you know, go ahead, whatever. You have Steam pretty much allows you to play the game once you download the game they allow you to play the game for two hours and for whatever reason you can return it and like whatever reason that like, you know you don't like it or whatever the game stinks or i you know i ran out i mean anything any excuse you can return back no charge i mean no i mean anytime or whatever and they'll give you back your money and you have other pretty much different platforms that has similar uh, methods of the return policy but for sony even though i'm a fan but it's like come on bro come on man is that it yes okay. <laughs> um bc at least first i'll let you get take i'll let you go what's what's your thoughts i don't know i i personally i it really doesn't affect me considering it I do review, well, not reviews, no. like, you know, I will go to someone else's channel and, you know, see their opinions or go to someone else's second opinion, like my friends. So I wouldn't go purchase a game that, or like, you know, I, I wouldn't, what that I would have second thoughts about. Like, I would have doubted. So most of the games that I purchase or like the DLCs I purchase are definite, like, okay, like over 100%, I'm, I'm gonna have fun with this game. So I don't, I feel like personally it doesn't really affect me. <laughs> But um, I can see how it would affect, like, you know, other people who want to experience certain things because they don't want to hear, you know, or they don't want to, like, you know, hear other people's opinions. They're more of like, a, oh, let me see this hands up, hands first type of person. So, yeah. I would say like this. Um, it does. Uh, Sony was doing good when they had announced that they're getting rid of digital uh, purchases at retail stores like GameStop. And then next thing you know, they take two steps back. And then the whole ch change your ID for free the first time. Then the second time, it's like five bucks for PSN owner, PSN plus owners. But now they're taking legit two steps back. About five steps back, actually. You mean to tell me that if a, I get my, I can get my refund back as long as I have not played the game or downloaded it. Because if for those y'all who don't know, it's a two-step uh, process. Once you purchase the game, you have to then download the game on, like onto your PlayStation, whether it's PS3 or PS4. Then you have to actually like just the, just the uh, app itself. I think for PS3 specifically, you have to download the app itself and then run the downloading process to the game and stuff like that, which might take about an hour or two. 
like any other game for some odd reason with this one you mean to tell me i can't download this game after my purchase and then play it are you serious and on top of that you're not even giving me my 20 30 40 maybe 100 dollars back and you're just gonna put it in my wallet so i can buy another game first of all what if dude you don't even know i have to pay bills what if i needed that 30 dollars to pay my bill i'm just saying number one Number two, that's kind of, that's really stupid because when you look at Microsoft and Ubisoft and um, Steam, they give you a good 14 days, not two hours, you see, for the, for the Steam thing, but they give you a good 14 days uh, to play the game, and if you don't like it, you can get your money back. No, uh, no, no questions asked. I mean, if you you have to give an explanation like this game sucked, or I, or I, you know, maybe I have a medical condition that makes me um, makes this game unplayable for me, like a seizure or something like that. And they give you your game back, no questions asked. So now you're telling me that I'm not giving my money back, boy, bye, Sony. Y'all can take an L for this one because that's just stupid. That's just that's really stupid, and that's really shady as well. So yeah, that's my two cents. Uh, well, pretty much Sony, you gotta step the game up, man. I mean, I mean, it's pretty much you know putting it in our hands, just as in to be more responsible and you know do our research before we buy a game that we don't like, or you know, thank God you know pretty much for YouTube. Um, like I said back in the day, or whatever you know, my only source of gaming news, whatever, just has you know either G four or the places subscriptions. And pretty much just as in, like, I get my info just as in either the game is good or not, is it worth buying, is it worth spending my money, or if I don't like it, if it's broken, then, you know, it pretty much, you know, taught me a lot to basically, like, you know, to really uh, research, uh, use discernment to rather if this game is worth, you know, buying versus, like, you know, I don't like it or something wrong with it, then I want to return it, then that's pretty much, you know, an L for me. But, um, yeah, that's just pretty much crazy, though, but... I mean, if all pretty much is said or anything, we pretty much can move on. Uh, next, pretty much Bioware, uh, EA Ooh. disaster of Anthem. GC, real quick. I'm actually, I actually want to take this story real quick because I'm, I'm oh, sorry. Go, go for it. Go, this, go enti- this entire Bioware, Ant- Bioware EA fiasco is worse than we actually think. So to give you guys, to, in layman's terms, um, Kotaku actually sat down with some people from. Um, and talked about how the working conditions there were terrible and review tech usa actually to put his two cents on it because of the fact that the process of making anthem was a train wreck like we talked we i think we talked about the working conditions when um rockstar made red dead redemption 2 the working conditions for anthem were just as bad if not worse so much so and that people had to call off work because of anxiety issues and stuff like that and like and they actually had to see a therapist and stuff in order to uh, continue to play uh to create the game that's how bad the conditions were at bioware cyberpunk would never cyberpunk yeah exactly you're right cyber cyberpunk would never and this is actually coming from um i'm actually gonna read a little bit of this everyone was like well that doesn't make any sense what does this have to do with anything okay whatever i'm just gonna say this right now the kotaku the kotaku um article about anthem is pretty damn long so it's pretty bad and then we're i'm actually gonna go into bioware's um blog because 
uh, Bioware actually tried to do damage control for EA, saying, we like to take a moment to address an article published uh, this morning about Bioware and Anthem's development. First and foremost, we wholeheartedly stand behind every current and former member of the team that worked on the game, including leadership. It takes a massive amount of effort, energy, and dedication to make any game, and making Anthem would not have been possible without every single one of the their efforts we chose not to comment or participate in the story because we felt that there was an unfair focus on specific team members and leaders who did their absolute best to bring this totally new idea to fans we didn't want to um, be part of something that was attempting to bring them down as individuals respect them all and we built this game as a team i won't read i won't continue to read more of it but you can actually find this on bioware's blog about the anthem game development but uh gc i want to get your comments on this real quick well you're the leader so you're the leader today so go ahead what's your two cents on it not necessarily just not necessarily. <laughs> all right what about you bc what about you? no you got any thoughts um actually no not really <laughs> um about um basically how they're treating their workers right yeah um i don't know it's it's just a slip. I don't know. I feel like I don't know. I just see that's what it is. Like, oh, you're treating your whole, you're not your whole. Basically, your workers like shit. Actually, um, the credits for Walking Dead, the um, the um, the Telltale series, Telltale, they actually went through the same thing about like how they're cutting all their workers and stuff like that. Treating their um, they're basically their workers like shit throughout the years and stuff like that, and like how they're shutting the whole company down and stuff like that. And it's kind of unfortunate because, like, considering it's not not only does it like really affect the workers, it kind of shows in your game. So you're pushing your workers so like bad to the point where, oh, you probably might make a buck or two for your um, upcoming game or whatever, but the sales, you know, will obviously decrease like throughout time. Like, obviously, people are not gonna, are gonna be like, oh, they're not gonna buy the DLCs like that you intend to put out because obviously the what you put out in the game initially and what what you put in your co-work i mean your co-workers but your workers through shows in the in the final product so it's like is it really worth it you know because it kind of showed for walking dead as well like their final season it, it was like really lackluster it was like rushed and i mean it's obviously yeah so. and the key point is we gotta make investors happy so when you basically gotta make investors happy there's deadlines so it's like you basically push those workers you know to the breaking point of exhaustion or basically just like you know long hours you know sometimes 15 18 hour you know shift just to basically get this product done on time and instead of just like you know i said this before and instead of taking pointers you know from i'll say like you know rockstar and naughty dog where you when it comes to their titles and everything they really take their time and you see the fruits of the labor pretty much manifest you know through their uh breaking you no know, outbreaking games you know such as you know the last of us uh the gta series um ration and clank um and, you know the list goes on so it's 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 sad um to basically like you know uh the treatment of basically of these workers pretty much being pushed and everything and it's not just pretty much you know bioware and everything it's pretty much in numerous uh different companies of pretty much other workers pretty much suffered a similar fate but um pretty much like i said when the deadline you know comes or whatever you know you gotta do what you gotta do pretty much uh well let me rephrase that the company gotta do what do what they gotta do to make their investors happy because they want to see a really really quick profit but sometimes it basically sacrifice you know those behind you know the art and the craft of pretty much producing developing you know these these games that we love that pretty much suffer the most 
I would say like, actually, I, oh, sorry. Oh, I actually bring up Cyberpunk back again because like you see how many years they like literally it's almost like going up to like seven years now they've been working on this game. They're taking their time. Like legit, exactly. they're taking their sweet time. And so, I think they're not I, pushing. I think the problem with it, with Bioware's perspective, and I actually I read more about it as we were because it's a again the kotaku article about by uh anthem and its disaster of uh, uh, production is pretty damn long so um the guy the guy the creator of the guy who the head of kotaku actually wrote this article and pretty much people had to take a stress relief um because uh, because of work working conditions and stuff like that because people were actually coming in the people were cr- coming in and crying uh and stuff like that and one of the big things is that um one of the big reasons why they worked this damn hard and pushed their um, their team this hard was because of a Dragon Age Inquisition. Because for those of y'all don't know, Inquisition was the third game in the Dragon Age series, and Dragon Age 2 was garbage, I can tell you that right now from experience. Dragon Age Inquisition, though, was an amazing game. But Inquisition led to the problem of EA wanting to make Bioware work just as hard, if not harder, to make Anthem and stuff. There's a lot that goes into um the production of um anthem uh, through ea's front because ea when you look at it, ea was the ones who were pushing bioware to up their breaking limit to create anthem and stuff like that the, with the name change with gameplay footage from e3 that wasn't really from the game that was actually ju- um that gameplay was actually just for the show they changed it up Went at, at, while producing the game as well after they showed the trailer at um i think 2017 e3 but yeah continue bc my bad all right that's pretty much what i was gonna say <laughs> um uh, pretty much you know moving on borderlands 3 exclusives to the epic game store and people are pissed <laughs> dude i'm gonna put it like this i the astro hellstorm that Epic Games is doing to Steam to the point where loyal people, loyal Steam community uh, members are now bombarding Borderlands 1, 2, 3, and the prequel sequel. It's kind of F. It's people need to chill. That's all I have to say. So, I can, so uh, to uninitiate what's going on, um, Borderlands 3 is going to be a timed exclusive on the Epic Games store until 2020, April of 2020. Okay, so just like um, what was that that Tomb Raider game that was uh timed exclusive until it went to the next console? I can't. I think it was was it it was Rise of the Tomb Raider. When Rise of the Tomb Raider came out, it was a timed exclusive, I believe, on the Xbox One or or the PS4. One of those consoles got the game first, and then it was a timed exclusive, and then it came out on the next console for like I think three or four months later. Well, it's almost the same practice except it's gonna be a year. And people on Steam are pretty pissed off about it. Um, Randy Pitchford actually, uh, one of the heads, of, the head of Gearbox, actually went to uh, Twitter and said this. I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be reading his tweet on Twitter. Ironically, that is a misuse. Uh, that this misuse is possibly that Steam has no interest in correcting this misuse. Make uh, misuse makes me kind of happy about 2K's decision and makes me want to reconsider Gearbox publishing. Um, current uh, posture on the platform um so yeah randy pitchford is not putting up with their crap right now so capitalism at its finest well here's my thing 
I'm okay with 2K doing this because the one, and I did talk about this, uh, and I, uh, with my homie, um, X-Force, and I did talk to, and I did listen to Review Tech's decision on this, well, opinion about this. My whole thing is this, I'm actually okay with Epic Games making their own store and trying to have time exclusives on their platform because when you think about it, Steam has been effing up recently, like behind the scenes, like with their whole idea of like taking a percentage like a, a, a go, an ungodly percentage from uh, developers and publishers from the games that they put on their platform and stuff. And it, it it does suck, and the whole community, the everyone writing horrible reviews about a game that's not even gonna be on there because like I understand why there are certain companies that want to make their own platform, like Epic Games. Then you have UPlay, you have. Battle.net, you have Origin, even though we all know Origin is trash, and you have Bethesda's, uh, which pretty much cr- makes your computer crash. It, it's because but the Bethesda, um, the Bethesda um, dashboard, the launcher, it made my computer crash at one point, and I got rid of it immediately. So I understand why people are pissed, but at the same time, I think people need to get over it because. The one thing I don't want Steam to become, Steam, I don't want them to be the end-all, be-all gaming platform, because then you're just monopolizing on it. So I, I, so say what you want about game launchers and and game stores. I actually kind of like the competition because now you don't, it's not a monopoly. You're not monopolizing on one single platform, and that's why I, that's why I like about it. Uh, that's why I like about the Epic Game Store. And Epic Game Store, honestly, it's not that bad. I mean, yes, there are problems with it. But I don't think people should be blowing a gasket about it. You know what? You know what I mean? Hmm. Sounds familiar. Before digital distribution even came about, but you know, yeah. But it's. I mean, like I said, it's not a popular thing. It's good, you know, pretty much to put the competition out there, but also be careful and everything to make the consumer base and put the consumer first when it comes to you know each product or whatever. Because like I said, without the consumer, there's no product and there's no profit. So. And pretty much, if we ignore the consumer, you know, enough, then the company is gonna pretty much kick the bucket. Speaking of kicking the buttons, we're gonna kick the bucket soon. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, we gotta you know, let BC uh, give, give her thoughts. What's her two cents? Um, um, okay, so I don't know. <laughs> With Epic Games, I don't know. They, they've been, have gotten a really big head since Fortnite. <laughs> I don't know. It's. I'm not. I'm not really into like you know that well epic games. You know the their games or whatever. So it's like mm, I really don't really have a say per se. So I really don't really have a, an actual thought on this. So. I would just I would say this, and we can move on to the us burying GameStop again. I, again, I understand where people are coming from. I understand that people, like, don't get me wrong. I don't want the too many launchers on my computer, okay? I don't, it, it's, it was a, it's a chore trying to get into Origins uh, launcher because Origins launcher is god effing awful. But I do like the fact that there are companies who want to make their own launchers and try to get more people to check out their stuff. I mean, Uplay is a good example. Uplay, you don't, the only reason why you need Uplay is just to get into the uh, servers on Ubisoft. Other than that, you don't really need to buy anything off Uplay. That's the, and that's why I like, like, Uplay is just sitting there um, on my end. I don't need to, I have never opened up Uplay whatsoever. 
but I know with Epic Game with the Epic Games launcher, the Epic Games launcher is fine because they actually do uh, update your stuff automatically. Like they update Fortnite, they update Unreal Tournament, which I'm gonna be playing at some point again. Uh, so I do like that. I do think that people are are honestly just blowing a gasket for nothing because again, it's just a timed exclusive. How many how many games have we've had where there have been time exclusives on one platform, and the next thing you know. They go to the next platform. Bayonetta is a good example. Bayonetta, I, it, it got Vanquish was it was a time Vanquish and Bayonetta were time exclusives on consoles, and now look, they're on PC and they've been HD, they've had HD yeah. uh, uplifts and stuff like that. So again, like there, there really is, there should be a problem about time exclusives. I mean, I understand like people don't want to download another game store or another launcher, but come on, y'all probably the same ones who do uh. update Origin and stuff like that. I'm just saying. Uh, I'm done. I'm done ranting about that. So go ahead. Okay. Take but out your shovels, people. Much, pretty much the next. Uh, pretty much the next uh, topic is the company pretty much about to kick a bucket. So is uh, GameStop. <laughs> Game. Why you can't, you can't even say it with a straight face. I can't. I'm like I'm trying to be serious, but it's like I can't. But GameStop lost a ton of money in the fourth quarter earnings of 187.7 million dollars. Uh, and it, I mean, it's just like it's like. Uh, all right. I like how I uh, I was surprised, but like it's not surprising though, because you know the whole age of like it's digital, like every con- like you know developers are like you know Sony, Microsoft, everyone's trying to push for digital. So and you see when you go into GameStop, the, literally most there's most of the stuff that they're selling is like merchandise, and it's like it, it's it's the saddest thing ever. Like obviously they're going into the red and they're going to be closing down by like 2025 or even earlier. Like it's going to be like a Toys R Us at this point. <laughs> Toys hey, R Us hey, is going hey, Toys R Us is coming back though. Toys R Us is coming back. Mmm. Oh. Mmm. Put some respect mm. on Toys R Us. <laughs> <laughs> and, they, and they also did a, a recent survey, you know, with teenagers and everybody basically asking them when they, when, when they go to games or they purchase their games. And majority of pretty much of the answers is no because they can pretty much you know download it, you yeah. Know, and uh, the, digital and the refund po- policy is shit. Okay, so, like, well, let's not get into uh, GameStop's policy because we can be here all day. I <laughs> hate their policy. But uh, real quick, GC, I want to give you a, a quick update, a quick insight about what's going on from the because uh, unfortunately, Jen, who is our accounting major and business law major of the squad uh she's not here today so to give you guys an update uh to give you guys a quick piece of uh what we're talking about so if you guys go to in uh this is coming from markets insider as well as GameSpot. so gamestop had um plunged into a pre-market trading on wednesday after the company released the fourth quarter results the uh, evening prior and say when you issue annual earnings guidance um Meaning they own and they only made let's see I just had it. They made only 1.3. Yeah, they on uh, their quarter sales were only 3.1 billion dollars Which is it which is a decrease of their 7.6 percent So I think in other words they made 7.6 um, In the third quarter and they're making they only made 3.1 in this quarter So that's that's not that good. That's not good at all uh, and then GameSpot actually did um, do more. Their hardware sales dropped by 9.8%. Um, 
let's see their new software uh new software sales for gamestop in, in the quarter dropped by 7.8 percent while pre-owned sales fell through uh fell further by 21.3 percent meaning their pre-owned their used game sales dropped drastically and in terms of growing business gamestop accessories uh sales okay this is the only good thing it only rose by eight they rose by 18.8 percent .8 when it comes to accessories and stuff uh digital sales rose to 4.7 and collectible sales jumped to 3.1 percent there really is not nothing much else to say because GameSpot, i'm gonna i'll, I'll just get I'll, just, I'll quickly say it GameSpot quintessentially wants to become a new spencer's gifts because if you guys have not gone to gamestop recently GameStop has a lot of collectibles. They have action figures, they have clothes, they have like, you know, little knickknacks, like mugs and yeah. stuff like that. They have all that stuff. And unfortunately, myself, um, I went to a GameSpot, I uh, not GameSpot, I went to a GameStop last month and gave them my money. Ah! I got a copy of Mortal Kombat XL, which is Mortal mm -hmm. Kombat X like, all, with everything in it. I gave them $20 for that game. I have not heard the I have I have not heard the end of this from Jen because Jen continuously makes fun of me about that, um, and I have to then I have to make fun of her because of the fact that um she hates Winter Soldier so there you go, um but other than that it's it's kind of sad and look say what you want say what you want about GameStop I will fairly admit that I have not been the biggest fan of GameStop since I become an adult because I once again they're trade they're trading and they're a uh, refund. Um, their whole refund and trading um, thing is really, really stupid. Like, how you gonna give me $34 after giving you a Nintendo Switch with like 30 plus games? How, how you gonna... How, I, I give you a PS3 with 30 games and all I'm getting back is $50. I only give back like 100 maybe 200 Like, I understand PS3 is... Uh, like, no one buys a PS3 unless you're trying to buy like Japanese games and stuff like that. But I can at least give me at least a 150 or something like that. Like I can, I guarantee if I if I traded in my PS4, my PS4 cost me 300, 400 dollars, about roughly three to four hundred dollars because I bought the game, I bought a game with it. I guarantee I'm gonna get ninety dollars out of that. Not even a hundred. GC, do you got anything to say about this? Because I, look, I I, I uh, think I beat GameStop over the head too much. So go ahead. Uh, the only thing I gotta say is uh. I guess they need to prepare to look for a spot in Alaska because they're gonna be right next door to Walmart. <laughs> that's just the reality of it. They're gonna be bankrupt. They're gonna have to file for bankruptcy. They're gonna they're literally gonna shut down. Like, there's no room for GameStop unless they're gonna be, like you said, a Spencer's or like a Hot Topic now. Like, there's no room for them to actually sell games like that. I, I mean, unless they're gonna still do consoles. But even though people are still like buying it from Amazon or like, you know, you know what I mean? No, and that's the see, that's the thing. People now, like, 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 you, like the survey said, people are not gonna buy a game from GameStop no more when they can just buy it online, whether it's a digital copy or I actually buy physical copies of my video games from Amazon. I just wait for the price to drop. And that was another thing that took out of the pocket was Amazon too. See, and, and I think the one thing you won't see, Target and and Best Buy are not going anywhere because. They're like Best yeah. Buy specifically because Best Buy is a uh, new thing where they're kind of becoming a, a brand new electronic store, and that you can pre you can uh, pre order your games from uh, Best Buy yeah. with no hassle whatsoever. Like, 
it's it's sucking it's gonna suck because gamestop has always been that juggernaut when it comes to gaming retail stores <laughs> after you know eb games left and um what was the other one uh i can't remember what was the other game store before it became gamestop something land funko land funko i think it was funko i can't remember what was the name what was the name of the store back in the day i can't remember I mean, so far, the only stores I, I know was Electronic Boutique and GameStop. There was Game Force. Oh, yeah, Game Force. Um, that, was, that was pretty much it. That's the only stores I pretty much remember on. I'm just going to look I mean, there was, I mean, was, fun, was Funko Land, but they store, like, you know, pretty much more than just a uh, video game. I really do find... I'm, this is the last thing I'll say about it. I find it funny that while GameStop is about to probably go under... You have a lot of these mom and pop video game stores coming out, and they're actually making really good money. Okay, like a good, a good, two good examples I have. There's a place in LA on Wilshire called Next Gen Video Games. I don't know if anyone's ever been around the area, but Next Gen went from being a game store, just a, just a straight up game store. They had the PS2 games, PS3 games, and um, Xbox 360, Wii games, stuff like that. Then they, then they expanded to having not just all the new games, but also having retro games. And then they expanded again. This store, Next Gen had, had to move their store roughly, I think, two, three, or four times because their venue kept getting bigger and bigger. Because now they're not just, they don't just sell video games. They sell board games. They sell card games. Like a lot of people who play Match of the Gathering in the LA area do go to Next Gen video games. And they have been making a lot of money. Money talks. Like it went from just a simple mom and pop game store. I, I like calling I like calling stores that people don't know about mom and pop game stores because they make a yeah. lot of money, low key. Um there's a game store down the street from my house called Game Tower. They make money, and I'm pretty sure GC went there for their year anniversary for their Smash tournament. Did you go? Wait, which one? Remember when I sent you that invite saying, "Hey, they're they're gonna be having a uh, Smash oh, that was uh, that, that was Frankenstein's. Yeah, well, not no, it was, well, yeah, I think it was Frankenstein's did it, and then Game Tower did. Oh, yeah, they. I think it was what in what it was, was it? Uh, Northridge or Cal yeah, it was in Northridge. It was down the street from my. It was it's around Reseda. It's down the street from my place. But yeah, uh, yeah they had a year. They had a one year anniversary. They had people come out. And they also do uh, swap meets where and flea markets where you can buy games or trade in or exchange one retro game or one game that you don't want no more for another game. And stores like that go to the, these gaming conventions, like these small gaming venues where people like sell all their old and new games and stuff like that. They make a lot of money. There's a lot of money in the market when it comes to buying retro games from other outlets like and like mom and pop game stores so i don't know what gamestop's gonna do but if gamestop goes under we still have these stores because these stores are still gonna make money they're not going anywhere there's a high demand for retro games now because nostalgia is the the big thing still it's it nostalgia's a trend because now we're about to get a new star wars movie coming out which i've not seen the trailer for which i might do a live reaction uh after this podcast is over but Pour one out for GameStop. I, I think I'm done talking well, about them. Well, actually, I'm going to say one last thing. Unless with the little money that they have left now, they can just make, like, a cute little, like, you know, rebranding of their company. And like I said, they could just literally turn it into, like, a whole nother, like, something like a Spencer's and make, like, have all these merchandise, like, these cute little novelty type of things that are based, like, on video games and stuff like that. I could see that being a thing. 
but yeah, that, that's all. I, I mean, that, that's I think that's what they're going for. They could, they I think that's what they they're trying to go for, but um, it's not really working. All right, pretty much gonna move to our last piece of news, which is serious news because this uh, this is this the, is bad. This is really bad. The, the, the Pokemon community is in shambles. Pretty much, the accusation of sexual predation shaking Pokemon. Accusations of sexual predation are rocking the Pokemon YouTube community after twelve alleged victims made public statements against four individuals in that scene, including Kyle, the King Nappy, McNeil. As well as I mean, a, a well-known Pokemon YouTuber with over 500k subscribers. Uh, Pokemon is a franchise that typically appeals to kids and teenagers, plus adults who grew up with the games and anime. The series has spawned a lively scene, a lively scene on YouTube, where people post let's plays, online battles, challenge runs, and general commentary on the series. Because of the series appeal to kids, fans of Pokemon YouTubers may screw young screw early this year oh kataka reported on how twitch streamers and youtubers can take advantage of their large power for i mean differential they generate to abuse fans and especially underage fans this is a really long this is another very long uh blog to, to make a long story short for the biggest pokemon youtubers are in trouble because they're they're and um, King Nappy is one of them. Who who are the other fools that got in trouble? They didn't name. Um, but just so far, just uh, King Nappy. It was King Nappy. It was some white girl and some of like that. King Nappy, I think he dated uh, like an underage kid and stuff like that. Uh, it's it's Bethlehem. It's Hellfire and Brimstone in the Pokemon community. It's gotten so <laughs> stupid to the point where I'm over here like so. Uh, it's one thing about p Minecraft. Minecraft, there's pedos all over that place. Well, let's just don't, let's let's not get it twisted. Minecraft is pedo central, but Pokemon of all games of all franchises, I, in my personal opinion, did not believe that that actually could happen. And this is and this is YouTube, right? Yeah, this is YouTube. I'm surprised none of this basically broke out with the Pokemon Go. While the little kids basically running around, basically trying to catch Pokemon. Well, that's the thing. No, no, no. That's the thing. The, the difference is you have YouTubers. You have YouTubers who are actually taking advantage of, the, of these uh, of their um of their targeted audience and stuff like that. Like I'm actually re I'm reading more of this. I I've read to take notes on this uh, articles. I've read this part article at least five six times. But yeah, so many and honestly these aren't even accusations there's actual these are actual evidence for what i'm looking at right now because you you cannot honestly you cannot make a joke about pedophilia okay this now i understand the michael jackson thing that's a different story because michael jackson's a free uh, michael jackson's an innocent dude i would fight anyone about that but it's just really jacked up that all this is happening in poke in the pokemon community again i understand the pokemon community is a bit it is it's kind of it, 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 it has its fans, like kids and, and adults, like man children type of thing. I'm not saying adults like you, like GC and myself. Like, we like Pokemon, but, and, and we would probably stream it at some point. But I'm talking about, like, dudes who obsessed over Pokemon, men and women. It's, uh, uh, GC, continue. Go ahead. 
Oh, it's crazy. All right, B, what about you, BC? What's your thoughts on this? I never knew it was that lit over in the Pokemon <laughs> community. <laughs> that's, I, I, that's the same thing. I didn't think it was either. And then I read about this, and then I saw the video that uh, Omni put out, Shops to Omni, where Omni goes in on everything that is happening. Like, he gives a, a pretty much the gist of what's going on. And if you haven't yet, be sure to check out Omni's uh, YouTube channel. Like, he goes in like and summarizes everything that's going on about it. But yeah, yeah. So you got child predators up in Pokemon. I did not expect this to happen. Like it's, it's crazy. It really is. See, I would expect that from my community, aka DVD. But um, because I'm literally in Hell Spawn's top five toxic communities, and like, because actually there was somebody who actually got convicted of um, rape, and um, in my community. So yeah, um. I never knew it, Pokemon was just this, like, I mean, I could kind of see it, though, because, like, y like, YouTube, I mean, not YouTube, but, um, Pokemon is just, like, it's mostly kids, right? Like, mostly, like, mostly, not mostly kids, but, like, you know, as a, like, a large, um, community of children than any other game, like, Dead by Daily. Dead by Daily does not have that much kids playing the game. Right. So I can see how Pokemon, yeah. Is it like a good place to start or like a obvious place to start for like pedophiles or like, you know, um, child predators or like, you know, I don't, I don't like the fact that there are people who do take advantage of their, um, subscribers. I'm going to say this right now to the people who uh, subscribe to us on YouTube and on SoundCloud and on, and every other platform that we're on, uh, we're never going to take advantage of y'all. I'm going to say this right now. Um, I mean, if we have a Patreon, if you want to support us, cool. But like, mm -hmm. we ain't never going to be like, "Hey, yo, support us," because we can support ourselves. Because we we know things don't get handed out. I'm I'm my final thing about this is people, please watch, uh, watch just watch watch yourselves, watch yourselves because it's crazy out in these streets, man. It's crazy out in these internet streets because, bruh, like you got you got pedos and Pokemon, you got pedos in Minecraft. It, it, it's just crazy, bruh. I, I I know I've been saying this way too often, but it's it is like I who in the hell who in the hell would ever think that someone would have to say, hey, watch out for those Pokemon streamers. Some of them, not all of them, but some of them, a good four or five of them. They be tripping. Like one one dude one dude was DMing and became like a quote unquote boyfriend to one of their streamers who's underage. Then you got um. Mama, what's her face? Um, I can't remember the, her, the woman's name. She had a boy. Her boyfriend was like one of her subscribers, and I think he was underage, and she's like twenty, and he's like seventeen or something like that. I don't know. The point about it is, it's it's wrong. Don't do it. There you go. Let's move. Let's move on to some happier news because we've. I got all. We got. We got all the bad news out of the way. Yay! <laughs> oh, I thought that was the final news. No, we got Damn. Xbox. We got Xbox Live. Okay, let me let me put it like this. Uh. Xbox Live <laughs> and Xbox Game Pass are about to merge. So you we are potentially going to be suing, and this is coming from Engadget, Microsoft may uh, combine Xbox and Xbox Game Pass into a single subscription, meaning you will only be paying, potentially, 15 bucks a month. So this is coming from Engadget. Microsoft is reportedly getting, major getting ready to combine Xbox Game Pass and Xbox Live Gold into a sub single subscription. According to Twitter, uh, user uh, Hawks Odd, a um, well-known Microsoft leaker. The package plan will be called Xbox Game 
Xbox Pass Ultimate and will cost $15 a month. No, $15 a month. The combined subscription is expected to be un unveiled alongside the rumored discless Xbox One later this year per the verge later this month so later in the month of october um, later in the month of april we could begin an announcement about this gc i know you're a microsoft i know you're a sony pony but what's your thoughts on this <laughs> god damn it, gc bc what's your thoughts oh i'm a sony pony too so um i mean that's a good that's actually pretty much a good thing though because i why would you pay for like two separate things like i wouldn't want to play two separate things so if I could get two things at once, so I mean, kudos to the uh, Xbox community. <laughs> she, <laughs> but um, yeah, that's, that's cool. I would say coming from so coming from someone who actually, I, I will say this right now. Uh, I was all I was more of a Microsoft fanboy because um because the Xbox 360 online servers were not built on built with uh glue and popsicle sticks on like the PSN servers and stuff like that. I, yes, you heard me mm. right. Um, I always love their, I always love playing online on the Xbox 360. I would easily, but I said, the, I would say this, the one thing I hated was the fact that I had to pay $50, then going up to $60 for Xbox Live. That's the one thing I really hated. And now PSN is doing it with their PlayStation Plus membership, PlayStation Plus thingy where you have to pay 50 but um uh, 50 bucks a, a year now and no, i'm sorry not 50 50 to 60 dollars a month 50 to 60 dollars a year i mean i have to pay 60 bucks every year to play online i don't like the fact that you have to pay online for that but if you give me a reasonable if you give me a reason to do it like what xbox is doing now with the whole xbox game pass where they're potentially going to be combining both xbox live and xbox game pass and i'm going to be paying only 15 dollars a month I'm okay with that. I'd be down for that. Fifteen dollars a month, hell yeah. And I'm pretty sure it's gonna be still sixty bucks a month, but like maybe like 30, 40 bucks a month. I'm 40, 30, 40 bucks a year, but it beats out be paying sixty dollars a year to, for that. Ain't nobody got time for that. But yeah. So, but GC, what about you, dude? Are you still in there? What's up? Yeah, I'm here. All right. Uh, pretty much. Uh, yeah, it's pretty much no comment. It's, it's pretty. Sony Pony. Alright. Uh, we got some uh we got some uh, I'll, I'll, Oh my god. I'll 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 finish the last two. We got some le um Best Buy actually leaked um release dates for three upcoming games on the Switch. And if this is true, then this is pretty big. Persona 5, Metroid Prime Trilogy, and Legends of the Link to the Past are were all leaked on Best Buy's website saying that they're yeah. potentially coming to the Switch. Thoughts, GC Go. Well, those are just leaks, so I need to get more in-depth info to actually be like, okay. But if it's just pretty much just leaks or anything, uh, it's pretty much not surprising to me. But it's like I said, I need to uh, know more info. All right, then. Uh, what about you, uh, BC? What about, what's your thoughts? Mm. <laughs> keep keep your... <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Say Best Buy. I don't know. You, you dropped the ball. I don't know. <laughs> but um, yeah. I mean, these are like I said. He like he said. It's they're just they so leaks are just you know alleged rumors or um we don't even know if they're you know real or not or so. I mean, it'd be nice if they were real because Legend of Zelda. Hello, but um, 
but yeah, they're 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 just leaks at the end of the day. We have the information. We we do what the information for what what we will. So yeah, I'm just gonna say we gonna see because if they do, if if this is true, if these if these leaks are true and this is they're possibly coming, then boy, I'm I I better buy a Switch for next month if that's the case because I I've been wanting to play Metroid Prime for the longest again. Uh, I need me a Switch ASAP. So there you go. I mean, Nintendo has been doing pretty much. They they're pretty much playing catch up right now with um Xbox and, um and PlayStation right now. Not really. They, no, no, because like look, look, listen, like look, look, hear me out. Right, go ahead. <laughs> because like everyone who who are like you know Sony ponies or like you know Xbox you know stands or whatever, they always used to talk down on Nintendo. We're like, oh, it's just for kids. And like literally, when the Switch came out, like Nintendo was like, you know what? If we want to catch up or like be on somewhat on like you know get the, like a sort of same audience, we need to get with these developers. We need to get the games that that's on their platforms, and like you know do pretty much do do what they're doing. Get have pretty much have the same games, but like have exclusives. So I I can see like where Nintendo is like you know yeah so. I would say this. I, I, I'd say this. The reason why I said they're not really playing catch up is because at this point, Sony and Microsoft are playing catch up. The reason why I'm saying that is because, like, I, I do agree with one thing you said. Everyone, every, all, all the stand, all the um, Xbox and PlayStation stands, high GC, they're all be, mm-hmm. um, crapping on Nintendo because you know the, the Wii U was a disaster beyond yeah, yeah. ever proportions. But when you come to think about it. More people, more adults play on Nintendo products than actual kids. And I think because of the fact that they were trying to aim it more at kids you know, and less for adults and stuff like that, that's one of the big reasons. That's one of the reasons why the Wii U failed. That and the fact that it had no the Wii U had no third party support. They had like a few, but let's come on now. We can do anyone did anyone forget about the fact that uh Batman Arkham the Batman Arkham game was supposed to be on the Wii U, but then they uh but um WB games and um Roxy decided to um say hell no we ain't doing that or any of the other Assassin's Creed games or pretty much every other game that's potentially supposed to come out on the Wii U but didn't because Nintendo didn't want to play ball with them and stuff like that. And now we have the Switch, and the Switch has become the hottest uh, camaraderie today. That's what I'm saying, like, with the Switch, like, literally, it changed, like, literally, like, not changed what Nintendo is, but, like, this was probably, like, the best thing they, to date, they ever came out with. Exactly. And, and, and to top it all off, the Switch, you can actually bring it with you places, Mm -hmm. it's a handheld and a console, like, that's the I think that was the one ace in the hole for that's the big ace in the hole for mm-hmm. Nintendo because let's just face it the majority of people who own Nintendo products are probably people who own Game Boy still and probably own DS's aside from you know, the Wii and the Wii U and if you did buy a Wii U I think it was a Switch the Switch what <laughs> the Switch was their answer and boy like I said 2017 E3 when they announced freaking um. Metroid Prime 4 and every other game that people have been asking for and then the next year Smash Ultimate was announced during the Nintendo Direct pretty much almost having GC wreck his car in a car accident because for some dumbass reason he decided to watch the Nintendo Direct while driving I'm just saying yes GC I'm putting you on the spot right now 
like Nintendo's been cleaning up house. There's no possible way Nintendo. And, and I'm just saying, if Nintendo, if these are true, Nintendo just put another ace in the hole because Nintendo is not. It, we're on this Nintendo train. Can't stop, won't stop. This train is still gonna go. And there you have it. And our last piece of amazing news, um. Y'all remember Tyler Barris, right? The dude who uh, swatted a, a Twitch streamer, and yes. unfortunately yeah. that Twitch streamer was killed. That nigga spent twenty five to life in prison. Good. Thank God. Well, let that. Well, not. I mean, ahead. well, not really a Twitch streamer was killed. It was basically uh, a bystander, where pretty much where I mean, you guys probably know the story or not, where uh, he basically was going to swat a, a Twitch streamer. But he gave off the wrong information, so the cops basically mistakenly went to a, a wrong house to a, a, a guy who's a family of, I think, two or three kids, and you know, just minding his business, you know, just been raided by the uh, SWAT, and it ended drastically where the police basically accidentally killed the man, an innocent man. Like, like I said, like I said, throw throw the book at this nigga. This nigga's finna do twenty five to life. There really is no, there really is no other thing I can say about it, but good. GC, BC. Uh, y'all be pretty much justice serve or whatever, and and hopefully, um, and I agree because this is basically coming off a of, uh, review tech USA. Shout out to Rich. Uh, he was basically stating like you know years uh, a while back saying like you know when swatting became uh became popular, you know at the beginning or whatever where it will raise a problem later on, and just as in you know saying like you know pretty much let's basically raise awareness and, and basically do something now like raise laws and everything to come into place now before somebody gets hurt and frankly look what happened somebody got hurt and pretty much got got murdered and you know kids pretty much they don't have a father no more due to like you know uh this i mean this kid or whatever and pretty much off his back history like you know he has a history of doing it and you know pretty much suffering you know from mental, mental illness like you know he even threatened his own grandmother that now all of a sudden everything stuff is being put in place and i you know which is glad but and i hope it basically used as a deterrent for others who especially you know young people or whatever because usually when it comes to swatting you'll have young people that basically do most of the swatting versus like you know adults or whatever but it'll become a deterrence to them to think next time because this is serious and it's basically count as you know, first degree murder or attempted murder or whatever. So you will face real serious time if you got caught swatting. I'm just gonna say this. Um hey, white people, swatting's not cool and you should totally stop. Stop it right now. Exactly. And then too it's not it's not it's nothing serious there. If you don't like the if you don't like the stream, if you don't like the channel or the content, whatever, just quickly just, you know, get off and go watch something else. It's just that simple. Again, white people, stop swatting. It's not cool. Yeah. It's not fun. It's not hip. Stop swatting. Stop eating Tide Pods. Oh, I forgot. Y'all stop. Y'all, y'all did stop, thankfully. But please, stop swatting. It's not cool. Okay. And yeah, anything else on the show notes, GC? Nah, that's pretty much it. All right, go ahead. Close us up. Thank you guys for sticking around, checking us out, everything for our episode 69 of the Scrub Club podcast. It is a pleasure to, like I said, the legend, you know, once again, the boy Reckless Fox, you know, pretty much let them know everything, that how much you love them and everything, and where they can find you. You can't call me a legend. I'm not a legend. <laughs> Anyways, um, 
Well, I'm going to say this. Thank you, guys. I appreciate it. And thank you to GC for uh, leading today's podcast. It was pretty good. You did good. It's a couple things, but you, did, you still did good. But, uh, yeah, my closing comment for tonight's – well, not tonight. For today's episode is – um, I just finished Metal Gear Solid 5, so we finally finished with that, and we can continue playing other Metal Gear games for Metal Gear Thursday. If you haven't yet, be sure to follow me on Twitch, because that's where you can find me doing let's full-on playthroughs of Metal Gear Solid games for all throughout Thursday, until we get to Devil May Cry. That I'm really excited for, since Devil May Cry 5 came out. Also, um, hashtag Kofi Mania, hashtag Black Excellence, hashtag Wakanda Forever, first African-born Dirty Champion, where I can't go wrong with that. This... This past weekend's WrestleMania, this WrestleMania has been the best WrestleMania I've seen in years. And I'm happy to say that. Because we finally got a African-born world champion. I'll leave it at that. But y'all know what to do. You can find me on Twitter, Instagram, the Reckless underscore Fox. Find me on the YouTube page, Reckless underscore Fox. And once again, find all the latest gaming content on Twitch.tv slash Fox. And be sure to check us out on sackcloud.com slash Gaming. Um, BC, you are our guest. Uh, where's your closest statement and where can the people find you? Um, thank you for having me. <laughs> but, um, you can find me, um, on, um, BC, oh, BC Moneyverse, basically anywhere, like, Instagram, Twitch, YouTube, uh, Discord. Yeah, pretty much the same thing. Spelled the same way, same way. And, um, RPC Nipsey Hustle. And thank you. <laughs> Rest in peace, Nipsey Hustle. And GC, you're the leader. You're the leader of the, uh, the podcast tonight, uh, today. So we're yeah, here. All right, y'all know what it is. I love you all, and you know you guys can find me on YouTube at Mister Gotcha Fifteen. Find me on Twitch, Gotcha Fifteen, and Twitter and Instagram at Gotcha Underscore Fifteen. And this is pretty much the Square Club Underscore Club Podcast, Episode Sixty Nine. So I'm never good at this. So go ahead and take it over. Right. Okay. You can then now forever email us at scrugglegamebookings at gmail.com. That's scrugglegamebookings at gmail.com for your questions, comments, concerns, advice, and business inquiries. Love doing business with community folks out there. Yo, so all you would be warriors who develop the indie games, let us know. Hit us up. We'll check out your games and we'll give you a brutally honest answer, brutally honest review of it. You can also find us on Twitter and Instagram. Type in Struggle Game. Bam! Struggle Game is all up in your heart. And you can find us on our YouTube page, Struggle Gaming. And you can find us on our home base, soundcloud.com slash gaming. That's soundcloud.com slash gaming. You can also find us on our uh, backup page, googleplay.com slash gaming. Just in case EA and Konami decide to combine and send Metal Gear Rex our way. But until then, guys, thank you very much. This is episode 69 of Struggle Gaming Podcast. And as always, we bid you all an adieu. Goodbye. Mwah, and good night. Bang. Deuces. Sound like a five-second commercial. Pharmaceutical. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs>